Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. All right, so we are back at school and back in class, and we are going to be talking about 1993's Deadfall. Very, very early Nicolas Cage movie. So, But I, the most Nicolas Cage movie. It is. It is. I, this is one of my... I've seen it before because I did a How Did This Get Made podcast on it, so I watched it oh. back in like, couple, like a year ago or whatever. Okay, all right. And watching it again now with the focus of it being... Oh, this is our this is our guy. This this is our actor. We're kind of evaluating, and I mean, I could have recorded every scene on my phone to put onto Instagram because he is just so in the zone. Yeah. So, do you know who directed the directed this movie and Cop- wrote it? Uh, somebody Coppola, Christopher Coppola, his yep. uh, cousin. Sounds like yep. a family member. Yeah. Yep, yep. This movie gonna- is very very nepotistic. It was more of a Hollywood, you know, families. So you got Fonda in there. You got. Um, T- Talia Shire, who is uh, from Rocky, she's a, a Coppola. You got uh, Sheen, Charlie Sheen, and his sisters mm-hmm. in there and stuff. Like, it is basically like everybody that knew everybody. That, like, they basically went, "Hey, we all kind of know each other in the early '90s. Let's make this is a before uh, you know Pulp Fiction really yeah. kind of opened that independent market up." Uh, Michael Bean is the main character, but Jay. Okay, I guess we should say Jay. What's the basic story of this movie? Um, oh, this one here, the basic story is that uh, if you're going to try to con somebody, don't use a gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a takeaway? I don't know. Rodney, like, Rodney, what uh, would you say is a takeaway? Don't trust your fucking family is the biggest takeaway from this. Yeah, I had it, when I was watching it, I actually had it compared to another movie I've seen oh. before. Um, anyway, so I guess, yeah, it's, so the guy from The Terminator plays it. Oh, was, Kyle Reese, yeah, he's awful in he, this. He's, he's, he's awful. He is, he is bad. Awful. Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Some of the worst acting I've ever seen. Are you serious? He's amazing. The only thing you, the only thing he needs to work on is his voiceovers. You know what sucks? Yeah, that's why it sucked. (laughs) Every time I like, so I'm watching this from. It's supposed to be like a noir film, and it's yeah. I try to watch this from my garage, and I keep losing internet. And every time you lose internet on Pluto, it goes to that picture. It goes to that picture of him. Leaning on the car, smiling, yes. while it loads. <laughs> oh. And every time, I've seen that picture more than I've seen anything in my life. Damn, what did it remind me of? Oh, when he met Diane the first time? Yes. Which is uh, the date the date that they're going to go on and bring him for a third wheel. Like, yep. so weird. When Nick well, Cage's character... Oh, I guess well, no, he was, suppo- the- he was supposed to take... Nick Cage's character was supposed to take him out on the town, and he wanted to go stop and get it, grab his girl to go with them. Right. And then they go to the, some he was fucking bar, the and they do a club to, to get... They're well, testing him for his. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, well, I think he was just like basically throwing him through the ringer kind of thing. Well, like, let, right? like, let's start with the beginning. The dead, the object, the plan of the deadfall. This guy always wants to go to the beginning. <laughs> so the concept of the deadfall, it's all about like real con bullets artists. in his gun. So so it's supposed to be Michael Bean, Kyle Reese. We'll call him Kyle Reese. Blanks all the time. Terminator is showing up yeah. with a guy. He's con out of like fifty thousand dollars. 
And we're like, oh, we're going to go buy like half a million, or I forget what the numbers were, but it was like comparable, like 10% of, you know. I feel like he was, yeah, he was buying drugs. We're going to go buy drugs. We're going to go meet this guy in this alley. So he shows up. It's James Coburn comes out in the shadows. And he goes up and he's like, oh, can you give us a little sample? He takes the sample back to the guy that's supposed to be given the 50,000. He wants a taste. He wants a taste. He goes all crazy, like taking, dipping his finger in this like cocaine, like rubbing his teeth, like, oh, it's great. Another character actor that's always like in some kind of like Italian mobster film or whatever. So then he goes back to Coburn and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, it's a trap. The cops are here. He's wired. He's wired. <laughs> yeah, he's wired, yeah. <laughs> These, a couple bad faith well, actors run out dressed in cops. And they're, they're in this like warehouse alley, by docks or some shit yeah. like that where there's like piss poor lighting, right? Mm-hmm. So he says he yells that he's wired. And then they do a close-up on his sleeve where they he's see a wire this little wire hanging, He's a wire right? hanging, yeah. yeah. Like, the up. guy they're scamming can see that from where he's fucking standing. Supposedly, right. Right? Like, so then you start shooting because they're, they're all part of the scam that you find out later. Which whatever, the, you would think like, the guy that's also given the $50,000 and has an actual loaded weapon could be an anomaly going, I'm going to start shooting too. He made a point to show like he left the keys in the car. So then... They go, oh, yeah, and then a couple of people dressed as cops come out. There's a little shootout. Uh, Michael Bean looks like he gets killed. James Coburn looks like he gets killed. The guy that had the money, 50000 hops in the car and takes off. And then everybody kind of, like, laughs, like, ha, 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 we pulled off. But I'm thinking, like, in a real-world sting like that, cop cars would be swarmed. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, like it, there's no escape. Right. Uniformed officers don't necessarily come out of the <laughs> buildings up there. You'd be undercover cops with yes. the marked yes. patrol cars coming out from behind. You know, like, you you guys have been... Yeah. Well, they tried to you guys have been hemmed up pull- on that shit. No, we got pulled over in the uh, hoopty, remember? Oh, yeah. No. And those are, that was like three or four cop cars I came There's been a few times we got pulled over. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so he shoots. He, th- he, he shoots real bullets. And yeah. So Michael Bean yeah, thinks that he shot real bullets and killed his father, who was James Coburn's character. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like eschewing him, like, "Oh, don't worry about it. Like, it is what it is." They get the money. They have to split. They give him his money. They're at the funeral <laughs> uh, at the um, cemetery, cemetery, and he sees like a woman at some kind of woman that looks like his mom hanging Mm -hmm. out at the other grave. Puts flowers on the grave or something like that, right, afterwards? Yeah, that's what I I go, go, my attitude was, I'm sad my dad died today, but lady! Like, hello, you could be my mom. Yeah, (laughs) so so he starts trying to investigate that. His dad, before his dad actually passed, quote-unquote passed, was like, you gotta get the cake. You gotta get. See, my did he my say brother my has brother has the, the cake. cake? The cake. That's a, like yeah. He's like my brother has a cake or something like that. He just it sounded like just like deranged ramblings of sorts. It made me think of uh, uh, Portal, <laughs> but it's also made me think of uh, uh, Back to the Future because that's like the cake, the nuclear cakes and stuff. But anyway, though they uh, he goes to like California or wherever he was. I don't know where he started at. Right, he goes to some West Coast. Was it yeah. West Coast? Yeah. I think it's West Coast. Yeah, and he's like trying to find. His dad's brother, whom he's never met. Yeah. He goes to some little, like, market, and he sees some very convoluted scam with gambling, and they're passing oh, papers. No, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, what's what's the long con here? It was so weird. Yeah. And, again, this is the same. I think it's supposed to make you think he's a guy that sees all the cons, which we know that's not true. Right. Well, so, there's, well, there's, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so the people that are conning him have to be extra clever, I guess. Uh, that's wh- maybe and where are they? I don't know. Um, so he, he meets up with him in a his, very small set, his uh, uncle or whatever, and this weird wife of his that's making a cake. That's later. Oh, that's, is that later? That is no, later. The first that's scene later. is this, at the this house. movie took me four days. 
Well, the co- the coffee girl. Like he said, yeah, she, like, like, oh, she's you, new here. Yeah, she's, she's totally all about like, him. well, yeah, she's definitely like flirting with him in a way. But then you find out later that the guy that runs the, the stand next to her is into her. But she's into just pretty much any random guy that just walks up for the most part. Like, oh, you want a coffee? Like, oh, sure. OK. Would you like a muffin, too? They're so divine. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> is like, that oh. how you get so chicken at least? And, hey, don't and worry about how I bread. get chicken. And cheese, che- how he gets cheese bread at uh, Little Caesars. Hey, Are you, you know sure what? you don't want the cheese bread? All right. <laughs> don't worry about how I get <laughs> extra shit at the... Um, <laughs> I miss Lee's so, yeah, the, so he ends up going... He meets Nicolas Cage shows up, who by far... this is. I had no idea this was Nicolas Cage for the first, like, ten minutes you or didn't? so. You didn't? Oh, because he has a I, fake nose. A fake nose, the, the, the mask, I mean, the... Uh, the the uh, glasses wig and on back, and everything. Hair, yeah. I had no idea that he was. I was like, I haven't seen the kids in this movie. Wow, then he was, uh, that mission accomplished because he was young looking. There he showed sure. up, he started talking and acting. I got it. Well, no, so th- <laughs> when he showed up on set, his whole plan was to have albino eyes, like he wanted to be blind eyes. And the son, like, they his cousin said, You can dress and be however you want to be. Obviously, he ran with it. Yes, he did because the whole mommy, 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 mommy. <laughs> he is so good. This is. My honest to God, my favorite Nicolas Cage of all we've done. Not movie, but his favorite favorite performance. performance. Oh my God! It needed his his cousin to like just basically give like here's your leash. And this is very early, Nick Cage. Ninety three, yeah, very his, early. His cousin said, "Make me a good movie. <laughs> I want to make money." Um, so he ends up uh, going into um, meeting his uncle. Finds out he's like a twin brother, mm. and then. Uh, about like they go on the date. He goes on the date with uh, Nicholas. Or he's supposed to hang out with Nicholas Cage, and then he brings his girlfriend, yep. Diane. Well, this whatever. guy ends up. So Nick Cage is the guy that collects the money for this for his uncle. No, no, right? no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, he's is, like his, Yeah, he's like the right hand right. guy. Or so something, the, or, this other guy that comes in is trying to kind of get that same position off him. Um, because uh, they go to a strip club that owes money uh, to yep. uh, James Coburn. Baby, they kept calling him baby. baby. And then he's like, I'll get, I'll take care of it. And Nick Cage is like, I've been trying for months, haha. I think the whole joke. And then you see him walk outside, they shake they hands. Pretty much, they, well, they pretty much left him in there, right? Yeah. Because he figured that he was going like, to get his ass whooped yeah, or something, exactly. right? And then, yeah, then he comes out with uh, the money, with the, all that shit, which you find and out. He's like, I will give it to your, you know, your It was boss. 15 grand. It looked like fucking five ones, right? That was 1500. 1500. Oh, 1500. Oh, yeah. Which doesn't, st- but I guess in 93, that's I mean, like, 15. that was a lot of money back that's then. That's like 1700. And back for a in strip club, I feel like that's pretty light, too, right? Like, right. Those yeah. girls probably made more than that in that one night, so he would have had to have. Unless- Again, it's a, it's a situation we've come across this a lot with Nicolas Cage where I feel like people that are think they're cool, they're making a cool movie. And don't have any fucking clue what they're doing, right? And no offense to his cousin, that's exactly what he's doing. Anything else after that? Um, let's see, Christopher Coppola. Um, but 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 it's his career. Director: Deadfall, Gunfight at Red Dog Corral. Oh, remember that one? Clockmaker, mm-hmm. The Gunfighter, Palmer's Pickup, Bel Air, not the reboot yeah. of Fresh Prince, G Men from Hell in two thousand. Mm. The Creature of the Sunny Side Up Trailer Park. Mm, okay, so he's got from better. Dar- and again, I've already named 10 or something, and only four of them have Wikipedia entries. Uh, from Darkness to Light, Sacred Blood, Universe of Play, Torch, and Paradise Found. So huh. give him credit. He's at least working, but it's probably a lot of nepotism. What's I think last, he is... Let's what see. Uh, 
Oh, shit. It's not his cousin. This is his brother. Oh. Nicholas Cage's brother. Okay. But right. then Talia Shire is his aunt, who is uh, from Rocky. Okay, so okay. this is his brother. So his brother's like, please be in my movie. Just make it legit. And he wrote it, and that this is what it is. But so it gets down to they go to a... Oh, no, they go to the bar first with Talia Shire. So, and yep. they do the like the old like uh, lost necklace. Or so was that part, uh, were they all in on the scam? No, the three was, of them that, were. They, they, they scammed that lady out of 300 bucks. Well, mm-hmm. she paid 200 for the thing or... Cause she thought she was gonna get yeah. five hundred dollars. She thought it was like, yeah, he's gonna pay five hundred dollars. But he so. did walk. But he walked. So she pretends like she's crying. They lost a bracelet. Then it's yeah, so uh, Diane. Terminator guy walks out with a bracelet. Playing with it, goes, "Oh, look what I found in the bathroom." She goes, "I'll give you fifty bucks for it." He goes, "Fifty bucks? No." Nah. She goes, "Okay, two hundred. He goes, two hundred deal." And he walks out because she, she thinks she's gonna get five hundred bucks. And the number's disconnected, and they, she got scooped out of two hundred bucks. Yeah. It's a good scam. Yeah, it was a good scam. Um, so then they go to, that's when they go to the strip club and he thinks he leaves them behind and then he, he's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes because he's trying to take Nick Cage's spot. So then, um, that's about as far as I got rewatching this. So I need you guys to take over what happened. So he goes back out to the car. Oh, they had the sex scene. Oh, so after the strip club, he's got the money. He goes, I want to give it to. To your, to the, your boss, oh, to, his yeah. no, uncle. He says he says he wants the money, and then he's like, "No, I'll give it to him, per, like yeah. personally." Because I think he feels like he knew that he was like setting him up in a way, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why he, being a con man that he is, he kind of saw that, and that's why he used his own money, his yeah. own money. He finds to, out, yeah, because yeah. it goes from there to the oh, birthday because, party or the well, sex scene. No, because uh, uh, he drops him off, and then she ends up showing up. His, his apartment, so. his apartment, basically, like after the fact, like later, it was the time thing was frame was a little weird. I thought. so yeah, Nicholas Cage's girlfriend that they've never hooked up supposedly mm-hmm. is kind of into Michael Bean, Kyle believe, Reese. You gonna believe that woman? Yeah, she'll say it. They'll say it. She's again. a femme fatale. Like she plays, she plays it well, but Michael Bean is oh, awful. She's, in she's, every a, scene. she's a grifter. Yes. Would you find out later? She is. so they well they go to the hotel. Because, yeah, she ends up being the mom that they saw at the grave was her playing yep. it with. Yeah, it's a whole thing. We'll get to that. I remember it. I haven't seen it in a while. But mm-hmm. the uh, they go back to the hotel. Terrible sex scene. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. No, but and then, I, it, it nice made me boobs, think. Though. Yeah, she's cute. It makes me think, like, how weird is it to film? The sex scene was so awkward that it made me step outside of a reality and go, how weird is it to make a Hollywood sex scene? Yeah. Well, like as an actor and an actress, like the actress probably like, yeah, I, I want to touch her boobs. I want to lick her boobs. I want to do this. And the actress has to go, okay, he can do this. He can do this. But then that's even like early enough to where it's like, how much say did they get to have? And it's fucking weird. And it's awkward. It is weird because he was, he was like all over her boobs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like his mouth was all out. Well, at first, so like when I was watching, and I went, well, because to be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of like with you on this too, right? Mm-hmm. And in a weird I don't know if it's the same answer, but I'm like thinking like as they're filming it, like, right. Like he's like starts kissing on her boob and she he starts working down, but it seems like they cut away just as he's getting to her nipple. Right. So like, was it all like, like, okay, you can kiss my boobs. You just can't kiss the nipples. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like in a weird it's way. It's weird. It's, it's very like, awkward. When I was younger, I will say like, I don't give a fuck. I just show the boobs. I don't care. Right. But now I'm just like, well, like you're these, Actors and actresses, right? Like a lot of them are married or have boyfriend, girlfriends, yes. whatever. Or it's a very weird is, enterprise. Like, and yes, you get it's a totally different mindset. It has to be right. Like, and 
I don't know. It was just weird. Like, but and the then, fact that this movie is filmed so awfully that it drew you out of it, it drew and, me out of it. I, it, I, I, I don't. She is a good looking woman, and and she's has good attributes to her, like very nice attributes that are. And like she's that, of but, the moment too. Very nineties, mid nineties actress. Like her Nick, look. Nick she looks Cage's like character Ball. in this though mm-hmm. was just like, I'm confused a little bit by his character. Like all it, of his part, choices. Part, like some, oh God, I don't know how to say it. Like part of it though, I feel like he's just like this. In the end, he kind of comes off at like he knows what he's doing, kind of thing. But a lot of times he's playing before off the like he's before a, the fryer oil. <laughs> like well, yeah, because he goes in and catches a dad, or whatever. He's like, oh, like oh, well, I guess let's should we get through the rest of this. Let's just well, let's, get to the rest of the story, then we can talk about the whole can we thing. Finish the sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a horrible sex scene. Um, no, so yeah, it, so it was. Michael Bean and her hook up. He goes. Nick Cage goes back to the strip club. That's when Baby confesses, like, "Oh, hey, somebody's after your job." He's like, "Come on, shake your hand." He tell me. He give me that. Yeah, he no, he, he paid for we, we, it. We, we, he used his own money, yeah. and that's when he says he's probably took your woman too, or something yeah, like uh-huh. that. Right? So then there's a birthday party for the uncle for James Coburn's character, the twin brother of his father. And then, did you recognize that actress ever? Did you ever watch John Larroquette's show? Mm-mm. Yes. She was, uh, the, like, the love interest in that. Okay. And she was, like, weird, and she's, like, made a cake with, like, horses, and it was a ranch. She's like, it's a beautiful cake. I tried to take a picture because I wanted the picture on uh, for Instagram, but the, my whatever reason, the closed captioning wouldn't say, that's a beautiful cake, baby. Oh. It would not put that on the screen with the cake. And I was like, damn it. But then she's like all so happy and it's like everything's weird. Everything yeah. on this, I'll give it, it does create like this weird uneasy atmosphere throughout mm. as the con's going on. So then we find out, does he, okay, you guys need, I need you guys to help me, help me remember. Oh no. Does he want, I know, this is my heavy lifting <laughs> part. Does Michael Bean want to run the con, the same deadfall con where it's supposed to be a fake murder, or does his uncle? No, I think it's. It? It, I think it's. Uh, uh, if I remember correctly, because I just fucking watched it too. Uh, his uncle is pretty much pushing it to where this is the con. This is what we're gonna do. He wants the to do diamonds and blah blah. Like yeah, basically it's the same thing. Now, do you recognize the old guy that was the guy they were gonna con? Did you rec- recognize him from anything? Angus. The, the guy with the scissors, scissor hands. Yeah. No, I don't. Did you ever see Phantasm? Yes, he's the main guy. He's, he's, he's the tall man. That's right. He's from the all the ang- from all the phantasms. Oh, that's right. Oh, so are we there now? Because we go to yeah. Him. Let's. I just want because it's yeah. Basically, we have the pole hall where he's. Well, what's his name? Charlie Sheen. Charlie there. Sheen's in a smallest role. I think for Charlie Sheen to do a small role like that in '93 probably had to be. He's probably doing bigger roles back then, right? Um, oh, where okay, you talk about it because I need you guys carry on the story. So he goes I'm in there and he loses twenty five games to one, which puts him around. Well, tw- no, it was, it was twenty five points to one, which means he owes him twenty four billiards. Which I don't know how the fuck you play. But he lost that all those games on purpose just so he can go back there and talk to that yes, guy about the diamond, talk to the right? big man. Correct. So <laughs> in this one, Charlie yeah. Sheen's character is the little man. Yeah, and Morgan Fatscrip. That's his, his name. name is Morgan Fatscrip. So oh, where yeah. we're at in the career of him is at this point is um, we got Wall Street, Eight Men Out, uh, Major League. Okay. Those are like 88, 87, 89. And then we got uh, Men at Work, which is a fucking great movie. I love Men at Work. Uh, 1990, Navy Seals, The Rookie, which I think is the movie with Clint Eastwood. 91 is Hot Shots. Okay. 93 oh. is Loaded Weapon 1, Hot Shots Part 2. 
mm-hmm. and well, Deadfall I'm, and Three I'm, Musketeers. <laughs> so this is very oh, thick in his uh-huh. career. Well, I'm, but I'm guessing '91 is right around the time he had that, like the alcohol thing, right? He's always had. Every, well, I mean, yeah, but when he didn't he get in big trouble? Well, yeah, it was '91 and 90, '93. There was a gap, so there it was, was like, right in yeah, that window. That was, that's the, what I was. The first little like setback. So he goes back. I love it. I love that Fiat commercial though. By the way, when he was on house arrest, and they were driving the Fiat through his mansion. Oh, I don't. You never saw that one, dude. It's like the best one because he's just like totally taking advantage of the whole thing. Like he's under under house arrest, but he's still doing a Fiat commercial. Like it was it was perfect. Uh, I could say yeah, I've got a lot of things I could say about him. He's great. Another no, he's amazing. He's awesome. You might want to reserve those things for the things that I would say. So (laughs) he he, uh, okay. So Nick uh, not Nick Terminator dude pulls out uh, John. uh, What's his name? Terminator. He pulls out his Johnson. Kyle Reese. Uh, oh, that was Johnson. Um, so he pulls out a diamond, shows the diamond to the guy with the claw. He clips yep. the claw, says he's never seen hand. something that clean before in his life. It's or whatever. It was a perfect diamond. And he's it was like a five carats or whatever at five. sixty thousand a carat or whatever he said to him. I think was that it. So, well, he said he's got uh, for two million dollars, he can buy nine million dollars worth of diamonds. I think yeah. is what it was. So the claw thing. Uh, so you got the little pretty woman behind him. Looking yep. at the diamond, walking around him and everything. Mm-hmm. Then he comes up and he uh, he looks at everything. He, he wants to shake hands. He goes, you have mm-hmm. a deal. And mm-hmm. he puts out the claw and he's like, I don't fucking want to Like he wants to shake his claw. And if he shakes the claw, what does he cut his hand off? Yeah. Like, I will not want to shake the claw either. Yeah, I wouldn't trust him. But then he, he kind of shakes the claw. Yep. Well, then he's, deal. but then he asks too. He's like, how did you not know I wasn't going to snip your fingers off or something yeah. like that? You know, I was like, well, I didn't. Right. Like, Okay, we've heard that before, like a bazillion fucking times. So they like, set up a warehouse to meet these guys, right, or something like that. I can't remember for the diamond deal. It's another diamond. It's another deadfall, I should say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was an empty set that they had on the backstage that they were. Using. And then we had the same fake cops come out, and like, well, it was all it was all this. Well, I guess this was uh, all of his uncles. The movie's buddies, only fifteen right? minutes after that. I didn't know because I stopped watching when they, when they shook hands. I put play again. I'm like, oh, the movie only has fifteen more minutes to go. I'm like, fuck, I should have just finished it. Yeah, and it gets really, it, it got a little, I don't know, for me, it got a little weird, right? So, like, they did this whole bullshit thing where they're like, like, oh, he wants to see the diamonds. He's like, okay, well, he can he can take a look at a couple diamonds. And, he, and he grab, the guy comes up, grabs two diamonds, he walks over there, takes a look. Oh, they're perfect. Now I want to see the rest of the diamonds. And he's like, well, at first he's like, ah, fuck it. Give me the diamonds. I'm out of here. Whatever. And then uh, they do this thing where now the guy wants to see all the diamonds. He's it's like, like well, I want to see the cash like, first. Right, it's like the same thing with the... It was cocaine totally like, or at the beginning, or whatever. yeah, it was totally the cocaine thing all over again, right? Well, and then they finally like, okay, here's the cash. They see it, and then this is the part where it falls for me too, though a little bit. It's like you're you're dealing this job, right? Now this is somebody that walked into your place of business in sense and brought owes, you. Hey, well, first of all, he owes somebody twenty four thousand dollars because he lost it in the game. He doesn't have the money to back it up. But he has a watch that you're supposed to take as collateral, in a sense, right, to make up for that payment. And then he just happens to have this massive deal that he ran into a guy, right? Like, I get it. It sounds all like a setup. But it's just like, yes, there's, I'm sorry, but no criminal's going to be that dumb. So let me think, if I had a, that, like, what's the Lego equivalent? Like, okay, what's my Lego holy grail? Um, I'm going to give you the entire run of the Indiana Jones Lego sets. Mm-hmm. Like so, I'm on me. I, I I chat with someone on eBay. They buy some my Panama Panama Canal set or something, and they're like, "Hey, listen, you can give me the Panama Canal set for free. I've got a lead where this guy just wants to get rid of it at cost, and it'd be fishy as fuck." 
No, that's just Lego. Like, yeah, I'm not an evil person. <laughs> that sounds awful to me already. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just like super fishy, or whatever. But then, so then they're at the deal, and the the same guy says, "All right, well, I'll hold the money while we go ahead and go look at the diamonds, right? And then when you say they're good, then I'll give him the money and we'll do the exchange and blah blah blah, right?" Because I feel like those diamonds were legit. Actually. There probably were, yes. To a certain degree. Some, like, enough from, of them well, you were. Sell, you got to sell them. Yeah, there was like right? one or two of them. Or something. Just like he, the cocaine was probably one good bag of damn good cocaine. Yeah, and the rest just was enough all to give him the, the sniff and so mm-hmm. he, or the taste or whatever so he can go do his thing, right? But yeah, it was like, like just the whole thing. And then all of a sudden, then he goes to pull the, like, oh, it's a setup. The wire. They do that whole bullshit thing. And then he, what happens? He fucking freezes. And then they end up shooting and killing his uncle, uncle now. <laughs> And then everybody else, they're into a gunfight, and they're all sh- all the people on the scam are shooting with blanks because they all showed that little scene where they were loading the guns with blanks. Now they're shooting against like these thugs that have real fucking bullets in their yep. guns. Like, uh, that was fucked. Which is up. what should have happened in the first part. Like again, the guy that was getting conned. Like uh, he, I think he would have sh- fired a couple shots. I think, but oh. Yeah, but yeah, so, so, I, but I get, so what's the big what's part, the big twist at the end? The very big final reveal. So well, well, it's <laughs> not quite there yet because right. So they get in this big shootout. So he grabs a suitcase. So and he Kyle grabs Reese, it, and his uncle's over there. Like he's like. So Kyle Reese shot his uncle. Yep, right. Yep. With real did, bullets, like he did with his dad. Well, he, seemingly, he didn't seemingly, shoot. He didn't seemingly. shoot. Him. Gonna find no, out the right crim, the criminal shot. He oh. never. He didn't shoot his uncle. Who did he, 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 didn't, fr- he froze. Oh, okay, okay. The uh, the gunman with the guy they were scamming shot his This is Hall guy shot him. Oh, this, the, and this the, is all yeah. after Nick Cage got his head dunked Nick Cage and fried, fried Nick, oil. Yeah, well, Nick we didn't we, we talk about the... We, we, we're going to go we, back we, to we, that. We, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I said I wanted to get to the other story. Nick, Nick Cage is long dead. Because this is, yeah, this is not... Yeah, this as a movie we're talking about, and we want to go back to Nick Cage because he's fucking awesome. Anyway. But, he, but he, so he ends up getting out of the, the shootout so, where the, so the criminals Kyle have Reese. the real bullets versus the scam people who have the blanks and they're shooting at each other and they're losing, the scammers are losing bad because they have blanks. Uh, but Kyle Reese runs away. He like, he, he goes up to his uncle and he's about to say, Hey, come with me if you want to live, <laughs> but he can't because he's already dead. What was the cake? The cake was a, a thing that the uncle bought for his mom. That uh, they both loved, his right? Love. Like, Right, his dad and his uncle the twins. loved his mom, and his uncle bought her a cake to show, like, kind of like, like it was like hey, a jewel cake or something, right? Something like, like that. Yeah, it was like to some perf- kind of com- like, like, hey, this I love you, so here's a here's a fake ass cake for you or something, right? Is that why they did the cake scene earlier? Maybe to be like a reference, like the woman Probably. showed some kind of horse cake, and I assumed it was her cake in a sense, but whatever, that's fine. Um, but so he, he leaves, right? And all of a sudden it gets really weird because it feels like it got artsy in a sense. Like he walks, he's running out of this place and all of a sudden everything gets dark and he's running. Yeah. It's like a whole other different like set. Yeah. Like it it feels very much like a, I didn't know if he was in his, his own mind or something (laughs) or if he was down an alley or what, but then he sees his, well, he, he sees his mom or this person that looks like his mom. Uh, she's just across the street and all of a sudden she runs the other direction and he's like, Wait a minute, what? So now he's gonna go follow her, right? So like, totally super convenient up at this point. Mm-hmm. He chases her, and then she decides to run around a corner or two, and then she hides by a garage door just by like pulling her hand up to her hat and pulls pulls it down a little bit, like no one's gonna see her, kind of thing. Like 
fully fucked up. Then that's when his dad pops out. Hello. <laughs> hey, son, we fucking scammed your ass. <laughs> like, yep. You're a sucker. We scammed you to get your uncle. And now yep. you're, this woman that you, you fucked yep. is pretending to be your mom. Right. And she looks just like your mom. Had, we yeah, knew so you would like her because he had the like, like your mom. Because he had the uh, the um, locket and stuff. And she's like, oh, it's not my ex. It's my it was my mom. And mom. yep. And he thought she saw he saw her like all this everything was so convoluted. But is that it? That's the end. Then they leak. Did they shoot him, or they just walk away? Or no, he shoots. He shoots at his dad, right? But it's a blank. Yeah. No. He. Um, no. He. Uh, so he's pissed, and so what he does is like the dad takes the the suitcase the, or the briefcase, and he and his two buddies that are there, he hands them their cut, and then they leave. Then he hands. Uh, the woman, her cut. Diane, And yeah. she's like, I don't want the money. He's like, it was a job. Take it. You're gone. And she was like, like, ah, uh, because I think she kind of actually started to Liked fall him. for him a little bit. As always is. But she took the money and left. So then he, then the kid was like, like, you're an asshole. And he turns on the little, uh, the fair, whatever the fuck you call it. The, uh, the, not the Ferris wheel, but the thing with the Merry-go-round. horses. Merry-go-round. Yeah, the things that go up and down, right? So then now they're on that thing as it's like turned on and spinning because <clears throat> we everybody just stores them with power attached to them. Yes. Kind of thing in a warehouse or whatever. Right. And he tries to explain to him like the whole the dad explains trying to like explain to him how he was like, oh, I needed you to do this so you could get to him to blah, blah, blah whatever. It was the it was the I had to grift you to grift them effectively. Yeah, basically. it was like it was like the ultimate scam or whatever so then yeah like the kid he's got the gun and he shoot he like shoots at his dad and the dad like like oh shit drops some money in the, the suitcase mm-hmm. like falls over the damn place and he's like yeah it was a blank whatever and he throws a gun and he kind of like walks away he doesn't take any money right the kid did not take any money he just kyle reese he, he kind of just yeah he kind of he's done with away. all of them but but, but the brother yeah. got killed ultimately the from what I recall, they did not show him. Okay, again, like yeah, I, I feel like he was. Well, he was shot by the, the guy they were conning, like one of his his uh, lackeys. Angus Grimm, uh, phantasm. Yeah, they, so I feel like they they he legitimately is dead because he was shot by those guys. Those guys weren't fucking around, kind of thing, right? Because like the whole time too that they're leading up to the to the con, he they're just like like don't fuck with me, kind of thing, right? You know? Like if you do, then I'm gonna kill you, da da da, whatever. Like he every. Five seconds, they kind of threw something out there that said, like, if you fuck with me, you're dead. You fuck with me, you're dead. You fuck with me, you're dead. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, you're dead. So, Rodney, you said you didn't finish the last 15 minutes? I did finish the last 15 minutes. Oh, you so did? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. oh, okay. Oh. Because you weren't chiming in. I was like, oh, no, maybe no. we didn't. Jay talk. Well, yeah. Is he getting it right? Was it, how so. correct was I? <laughs> correct. Just, just for the record, I said it all wrong just to see if he was listening. Yep, you failed. You were not listening to Jay. Dun, dun, dun. No. <laughs> No, that's about as best as I so can. So yeah, remember. as a, as a general film, was this a good movie? It was a very, it was a good. It was probably one of your better Nick Cage performances that I've seen. Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. Taking him for, out of the equation as a Nick Cage, like to watch this for Nick well, Cage. So was this a good movie? This is a rough watch. <laughs> well, because it said you said it took you four times. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? It's tough to judge in a way because it was filmed in nineteen ninety three. Right. When all these kinds of movies were, and, like, it was the beginning of these kinds of movies. I'll give Christopher Coppola credit. This is a year before Pulp Fiction came out. There was, like, the vibe was there for these early 90s crime yeah, noir things it's, and stuff. It's really, it's really a hard thing to, like, I don't know, compare to other ones, too, because you can, like, I feel like in those days, 
you could really tell a difference in the quality of like mm-hmm. the, the like the directors yes. and producers and shit, right? Like again, majority of the time the actors and actresses are um not bad. They do the best that they can. I mean, they yeah, are majority they're doing it for paycheck. We always like talk that. about it like even going back to um, episodes 1, 2 and 3. You had Natalie Portman, Ewan McGregor, well, even give Christian Haydenson some slack, but like you have these great actors that were not directed well. You know, if you show me and say, what am I feeling this moment? What am I supposed to be? I don't know, just say the lines. But what am I supposed to, what, what's my internal model? Just, just say the lines. You know, like if that's the direction, then you're not going to give a performance. Yeah, and, no, and you're just showing up to film that three minute or less mm-hmm. moment or, you know, a minute and a half top, you know, it's, it's weird to go. I have to get into the mindset to pull this off. So yes, there's direction, production, well, and actors. Big time, especially all have to come especially together. Especially, well, like, well, when it's a short film, a lot of times I think like, well, this type of movie, you can probably get away with a with not as good direction because you don't know the history of everything, right? Yes. But whereas Star Wars, I'm sorry, some of it does fall on the actors and actresses because you know Star Wars is a massive, like genre of like there's history to it right sure it takes place in the his in the past but i think but you but there is so much shit that's out there on it you gotta see it no, i also no but i also it, think there's a is. modern era of keeping no. mystery marvel does it too where they keep people they give people the wrong information in the script so there's a mystery like what is like i'm sure christian bale does not know what he even said like people told me i'm in the mcu now i don't know what that means like oh. You Bullshit. Know, he, he's given. He knows one hundred percent. He goes, "I'm going to be Gore the God Butcher." He looked at the Bullshit. comic book and went, wait, wait, "Oh, wait, wait, I'm supposed to be wearing a gonna, thong. I don't want to wear a thong." So, and they're like, "Okay, you don't have to wear a thong." But he's kind of showing up and doing what he's doing because they don't give them the you whole mean, oh, thing. Oh, 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 so it's okay to pay someone multi millions of dollars and then their excuse for not doing a good job is like, "I don't know what the MCU universe Actually, is." Actually, there's a lot of people that are doing acting to say, "I didn't read the past books about it. I don't know anything about the blah blah blah." And, and you guys to are totally back. cool with them paying them millions of dollars not to do their fucking homework. I have to get no that money. say. Well, no, the, but I'm just. I know, I know. Sh- we should. Well, I, I mean, prefer we it. Don't. The yes. Homework, you know why? Be coming from the writers and the directors and the producers. And okay, ultimately, but also, ultimately, but then, but the producer Momoa. and the director should be like, dude, you didn't do your fucking homework. But they're also answering to somebody that's driving them from above. That says like, look, money, money, there's a money. budget to we this gotta shit. You got to do it within date, this. Get it done. This is costing us money. Mm-hmm. We're losing. Now, granted, fuck you guys, because you're making so much fucking money off of these things. It's ridiculous how much money they're making off of this shit. Right. I mean, if you make a great movie. If it works out. All totally well, cool. But so Seth Rogen, gonna- Seth Rogen did come out um, at the point when I think when uh, uh, Infinity War came out. Mm-hmm. And he said he, he came from a. You know, he's a fanboy, he's a writer, he's a director, he's done so many things. And I remember, I think, I'm pretty pretty damn sure it was him, but he said, when he watched Infinity War, the whole movie, which took the culminate, it was the promise of the premise, right? Yet, mm-hmm. all these movies, all these characters, you know, in, you know, you had your Guardians of the Galaxy, you had your mm-hmm. Avengers, you had all these, like, disparate mm-hmm. things coming together. And he goes, to watch that work on the level that it did... He's like, he goes, to get a movie to work is a miracle because it's so many moving pieces. You're right. Like you were saying, you got the studio interference. You got the money people oh, interference. A, you got the director's competence. You got the writer's competence. There's a and lot you got of the red actor tape. competence. There's a lot of red tape. A lot of people don't see. I do understand that. I do get that. But there's, 
you start talking. This is almost like the athletes in a sense too, right? Like mm-hmm. people say it there and say bitching about athletes asking for so much money for a, per season or whatever. But when you look at that, like okay, like oh, what do they do? They just play sixteen games a year. So like they gotta they gotta work out and train and practice. That's their job. They're uh, training the their body season. into a yeah their performance like this stuff. But when you look at how much they're making versus what the the owners of those teams oh, are making, yes, and then you look fraction, at what the yes. NFL like. I'm in just general, saying the NFL yes, in, in general. general. It just looks so the franchise it's so and then the NFL. Yeah, and they're not even making. Like the percentage they're making. Well, they always say with all the with any athlete is they get paid for what they did, not for what they're going to do. Right? Like you maybe start off meager. Well, it's paid. Yeah, it's based off of what you did previously. Like right. Like uh, that's why it gets like really weird with rookies, and they made that new thing where they're saying like rookies can only make so much. I know. I know. We just totally got. But it. But it's. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing with movies in a way. I mean. Maybe not 100% directly, but very similar. So anyway, going back to the early 90s, 1993, (sighs) 1990. Sorry. So say this movie started getting made in 91, 92, whatever. We're still hot in the era of independent films. Like Spike Lee was making his own movies. Kevin Smith was making his own movies. Um, Reservoir Dogs, you know, like Mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino were making their own. They were not bought. That was like the last breath of independent filmmaking of uh, trying to subvert the genres can I get theatrical release? Your your uh, early uh, uh, bottle rocket, uh, Wes Anderson. Like all these guys are like kind of right around this bubble, where this movie makes complete sense to exist in this moment, because anybody that was good got gobbled up by major corporations. Like oh hey boom boom boom, and then that's what happens now is anybody that does a good independent film, Marvel goes oh hey John Watts, we're gonna yeah. make you a director. Oh hey you know uh, there's somebody like other people. <laughs> Hey, you other person that made like, a good like other people. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you other no name. They get people. gobbled up, but the people that now are going like if I wanted to make an independent film and if I made one and was successful, that would be like Marvel coming to me would be like, yes, this is exactly well, why they know I what did you mean, what they know, I did. They know you can do something right? with small money. So what Colin Trevorrow, you know who did? Uh, he made the movie um, Safety Not Guaranteed, which is like a weird little subtle time travel movie, and then he got hired for Jurassic World. And then Jurassic World blew up, and then yeah. Star Wars was yeah, going to pay him a shit ton of movie to make Episode Nine. He made Episode, or uh, he made Fallen, or the second one, which was uh, Fallen Kingdom, and then he made this movie called Book of Henry, and that movie was so awful, which we I think we probably should do at some oh, point. Oh, that's the one you said. You, yeah, because you talk about him. Oh wait, wait, no, they realized it when cost, he did that one. When he did Book of Henry, they went. But the Jurassic Star Park Wars, ones they were okay with. They were fine with Star Wars. Took away his rights for episode nine because of Book of Henry. So I feel That's like weird. we need to see Book okay. Henry because episode nine was not great under J.J. Abrams. Watched, but we watched the Jurassic ones that he did. We didn't watch, we didn't do three yet. We didn't do Dominion. Well, no, because I refuse to watch that because the other I ones know. were so fucking good. I'll wait. We'll wait. Horrible. We'll wait till it's online. We'll do it. We will eventually do it, but for, <laughs> this oh, is so up. For my dead body. So anyway, Nick Cage. He how did it how did it come down to being I, his battle with honestly, Michael Bean in the uh, Friar? I don't remember actually. Um, that's a I that's know he actually got, the one part I don't fucking remember. Because I'm going to give you a little tidbit. There's a sequel to this movie, purely based upon Nicolas Cage's character, who somehow survived this movie and is in another movie. Does he play in that movie? He's in the movie. But I'm not. That's gonna be my next choice. Huh. I'm not gonna tell you what movie it is because you'll I, never guess, and I, I have to I, see where it's available. I don't honestly have any fucking <laughs> clue because that's just. Uh, but this is one of the best Nicolas Cage, very early 
career, him making choices that oh, we see later. He does the high, Las Vegas. high fucking yeah. Yes, he comes does. from this movie. Yeah, he I, did that in Jay. Do you remember what movies he did it in? Me and Rodney were talking before you got here. Oh, I could name one, but I think there might be two. I thought he did high fucking yeah. I know for sure one of them. Do you know the other? I don't think he, he did. Does not that. Do he fucking. did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I have fucking no idea. He he did it in uh, Ghost uh, Warriors of the Ghostland. Was that what it's called? Prisoners of the Ghostland. Prisoners of the Ghostland was high uh, fucking yeah. Firebirds. He did not do it in Firebirds. Can you um, put a high fucking jive? I guess I could Google search high fucking yeah and see what comes up. I'm going to IMDb to get the ranking for this movie. High fucking yeah. And then Rodney. Deadfall the- came up first. Okay. Eddie and Deadfall. Eddie and Deadfall. Nikkei loses his shit. <laughs> Uh, high fucking yaw. Nicholas Cage loses his shit. So there's a 2012 Deadfall. If you're going to watch this after we've talked about it, do not watch that one. That's a Eric Bana movie. High fucking yaw. I'm s- absolutely certain he said in Prisoners of the Ghostland. I'm absolutely certain of that. And I feel like there was another one we do- we've done that he said that, but. All right, so I'm not looking at the uh, score. What do we guys, what do you think the IMDb score is, Jay, for this movie? For Deadfall, 1993 uh, version. 3.6. Okay, Rodney right. says 3.6. 93rd version of this. So this is everybody that's watching it now, and they're picking and choosing now. This oh, is this, a, so this is people watching like this not, is not an IMDb came out in 93. Not, this is yes, this is a reevaluation conglomerate. It might have been back then too. This is also everybody that's on IMDb. Mm. Anytime you go to IMDb and they go, "What did you rank this movie?" So it's anybody that goes to this particular page is getting ranked. Uh, I would go with like uh, 4.6 Alright so me thinking How is this site I think it's not one of the worst ones Yeah you might be right Four point, I'll go 4.8 What I put? You said 3.6 Okay. So 3.6, 4.6, 4.8 Let's see what we got here Oh 4.0 It's, uh-huh. between, okay. it's closer to you Rodney Because uh-huh. you were 3.6 but you went over, so you lose, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't find another movie. Oh, yeah. that's that. oh no, he didn't go over. No, he went over. We both went over. We went so. over. He yeah, we, okay, Price is right. right, rules, we lost. Yep, you won. Um, so, Jay, or uh, Rodney, what's the next movie we're going to do? Do you remember what you said? Nope. <laughs> no. Vengeance, uh, a love story. This, yes, this says story. here that the high fucking yeah, it does say the, um, oh, where'd it go? Prisoners. Uh, yeah, Prisoners of the Wasteland or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ghostland. Ghostland. So that's the. One I mean, that's thing a that long up. callback. That's like a thirty-year call, twenty-year, twenty-five-year callback. That's impressive. But Bar- uh, would you? Uh, this also says unbearable weight of massive talent. You know what? He might Does have said that in there. there. He might oh. have said that in the two. But uh, ultimately, so Deadfall is not his movie. He's a very high-profile guest actor in this film, but it's. Mm-hmm. Pure. It's so. It's everything you could yeah, want. Yeah, he's he's about a quarter. This would say quarter this is of the roughly. yeah. He this is the the purest. Like when you watch a Nick Cage movie, this is the Nick Cage you want. With his, he's in a strip club looking at a woman's naked breast, going mommy, mommy. <laughs> like there's nothing better. Or like, hey baby, you want to get gum? You want some chiclets? Like in the car? Like every a few scenes where he does every flip scene. Out thing, oh yeah. my god, every scene is so. Oh, good. when the car doesn't fucking start. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every, when he goes in, he's like, he does this weird ass like. Thing. I will put this on Instagram. I will have probably a fraction, a quarter, if not less than a quarter, of his scenes in this film. 
that are just insane because he's so good in it. But uh, would you recommend this as a general film to anybody? No, but as a Nick Cage movie, watch it. <laughs> what about you, Jay? No, I'm kind of like in the same boat there. Like, I don't know if I would recommend it to anybody, but like if you catch it while it's on and you and you kind of li- like a fan of his, I, I would think that's like definitely something to like. I think that's a good. Watch. It's really a good way to put it. It's like if you really want to see Nick Cage, early Nick Cage, as a early Nick Cage that we imagine him as. This is a very yeah. pure early man. Well, the beautiful part about it too is you don't have to watch the whole show. You can <laughs> only like like yeah. When, once he's once his head's ducked in the pressure cooker oil or whatever, stop watching. Yep. Stop watching. Yeah, you're you, done. Can, you can give it up because like the rest of it is like yeah, there's a twist ending to it, but it's just like like it's not eh, a good twist because no, it's not the great. level of con to con a con artist. It's like and then also it's your son and your nephew. Like why would you fucking screw well, him over so bad? And, then, and that's the other he wasn't part like too, a bad like, person. Well, through the whole thing, they were just so like weird. basically like. Uh, they were. They had like a good father son relationship, kind of people for like majority of this stuff. Like right? he seemed genuinely upset that he killed his dad. Yeah, and it was like the whole time, and then all of a sudden, now like your dad conned you the whole time. Like so, he was conning you from birth or some shit like that. Like what the hell? And then so he there's was on- only two movies in here where he's named Eddie. <laughs> I think I figured it out. Oh, the other <laughs> thing. Okay, I want to talk about one other character too. That fake beard guy. That's oh. behind him on the airplane. The fuck was that? And then he was like faced. Eddie in the alley. He tried killing Eddie in the alley, though. And he was, like, always somewhere. But he he was, was so weird. He, I don't yeah, know who he that was, dude was. He was in the background here, there, wherever, and then the only time he really did anything was when he tried killing Eddie in the parking lot. Yeah, and then he or, got... Or the, or the alley or whatever. Right, and then he got the upper hand and stabbed, and that's where the high fucking yaw came from. <laughs> he slammed um, his head in the car door a few times. Um, the guy who sold the pretzels in the initial scam, scam when they were, like, in that little weird, very small market, oh, they yep. made a big deal about, like, passing a little <laughs> note. Did you recognize that guy at all by chance? Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees. We've a <laughs> oh, pretty no. good chunk of this done already. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, and let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I think I've got everything. Yep, this is my favorite favorite Nicolas Cage performance so far. So, All right, any last thoughts? Should be it? Nothing. All right. I think that's it, yeah. All right, back to class. There's only two movies in there with his name, Eddie. Eddie? What, what are the other one? What's the other one? It's Arsenal. Oh, okay. Well, that's the sequel to this. Yeah. We'll get to eventually. Oh, All right. Back to work. Back to, work. Oh, back to school. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or er, I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.